Yo, 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 welcome to another round of In the House. We got a very special guest, Matthew Jones, Matt Jones, Akachi Comics, writer, creator, one of my favorite, Void Beasts. Uh, I really can't wait to, to get into this conversation. We got Void Beasts 4 available on your website, akachicomics.com. I can't wait to get to, to <clears throat> talk to you about, about a whole bunch of things, man. Welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta let everybody know how a uh, 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 unique story about how we con came into into contact and setting up this interview. <laughs> All right, two two different fronts. One, when I first got in to making comics and and uh, you know you know developing Royal House and getting really getting into the community, which I've been absolutely thrilled to be in for a few years now. Um, Void Beast was one of my favorite. It was like one of these questions on Facebook. It was like name your top five like indie. Uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, heroes or series or whatever, and I like you know named out a few, and then like, obviously Void Beast was like my top one, like like it was just a dope yeah. series, and then come to find out, um, you know, my best friend, I'm here in L.A., my best friend Damian, uh, you know, we we was talking, chilling, you know, uh, uh, one day and he was like, you know, he follows me as a comic creator, and he was like, yeah. man, you know, my my cousin is a comic creator, I'm like, oh what, like. You know, what's he like? What's like? Who is he? What's he do? He's like, yeah, he's trying to remember the series that you, uh, that you did. And then he was like, uh, like, uh, like you know, jump, like he told me your name, and and I was like, like put two two together. I was like, what? And and it was just like yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy though, man. So yeah, man. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about about you know how you got into comic creating. Um, I've always been in the. Uh, first off, shout out to my cousin David because he had uh, my mom had went out there for. Uh, one of my aunt's funerals, and he uh, told her about us speaking as well. So that that, that he is solid. He is solid dude. That's yeah. My cousin's a solid dude. Yeah, right. So, um, but as far as getting in the comics and stuff, um, that I've always been into that. I've always been in the manga and make. It was more of a manga thing and anime, uh, and then like old school cartoons, Transformers, all that type of stuff. But anime was the ones that really kind of stepped. That was the thing that stuck with me. So I've always been a I've always been a fan of it. And then I started over time. I would just write little stories here and there. It would just be little stories. I'd put them in folders. I'd lose them. I'd get them. And then one day I kept a folder and I just kind of kept it. Boy Beast came about because this is a story that I had back in 2012, 2011, 13, and stuff like that. And I didn't start doing anything because. I just didn't really know how to do it. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know if people would care. All that, all the usual stuff you go through when you first start. So I got into it, and then I just kind of, I just kind of ran with it after the after uh, I put it out as an ebook and stuff. So after that, I just ran with it. Yeah. So so you started writing young and really exploring the craft of a uh, of. Uh... You know, idea. You know, the whole process, brainstorm, you know, ideas, influence, uh, inspiration, and then actually the mechanics of writing. I think is where some people might get, you know, I guess lost in the in the <clears throat> in the work and and that it takes to get good at, it, or at least the um, the stamina, you know, to to take a book from beginning to end. Can you tell me a little bit about your process, how you got to that point from beginning to actually closing that last chapter and putting in on a page that you feel comfortable with. Now, okay, that's not a problem. Now, I do, I honestly do it a couple different ways, actually. Because 
one of my things about getting in the comments when I first started was because I really noticed that when I would see people on Facebook groups and everything, a lot of people would talk about, I don't have money to do X, Y, and Z. I don't know how to do this. I don't. And my thing was, I need to have, I was going to school for mechatronics engineering, programming robots, all that silly stuff. And I figured, okay, I need to always have some type of money because I'm going to be busy. So I take, I attack it from different angles. In Void Beast, I had a co-writer. So I'll write out everything I want done. I'll write out everything I want, everything I need, uh, dialogue, some stuff like I, I need you to hit X, Y, and Z, and I'll write it out. Then my co-writer will go in and clean up everything. And then she'll add to it, and then, or she'll take away, and then we brainstorm on that one. So I do have a co-writer on Void Beast. Now, I have other projects. Other projects, I don't have co-writers, where I just write it out myself. So what I would tell people as far as when it comes to this, this writing thing is – there's a bunch of different ways you can attack it. You can have somebody write with you. You can find somebody that, that are write with you. You can write out the whole story, all the dialogue, just get it out. Just get it all out and put it down the way that you have it in your head, and then you can have somebody edit it. Because, like, I can come out with, I can spit ideals out I, um, all day. But then I'll have somebody, my man uh, Zach, and then I work with somebody else uh, named... Her name is, she works under Art, Art Creator, and she does a lot of the editing for some of my other stuff. So I've worked with a few different people and done it different ways. So Void Beast, I have a co-writer. Then in my other projects, I just write stuff myself and then have the editor just kind of uh, correct me and have me go back and change certain things. Yeah, I, I, you know, Royal House Comics is a, is a collaborative. It's a mm -hmm. collective uh, we got seven writers, uh, four writers, yep. seven artists. So we, we are always kind of throwing back and forth. And, you know, as a writer, sometimes having a good artist um, that can add different elements, whether that be to a character design or really take, you know, yeah, I don't know. Some, sometimes it's really hard to kind of put the finger on it when you get like that character back that you had just kind of scripted out or imagined, but to really see it presented on paper. And it's full, like, you know, um, uh, what they call it, rendering, you know what I mean? What was that like yeah. for you to kind of go from writer to comic creator? I think that incorporates get producing, working with the artist and producing that vision, that, that visual. Yeah. Um, for me, it's not really hard for me because I, I look at everything I have in my head. I go to artists and no matter who the artist is, no matter who I work with, and my main one was like was Francis um, Marcelino out of the Philippines, and I've worked with a few other people, but I trust them. Like, I don't go to an artist that I don't trust. If I'm working with an artist, and I ask them to do something, and they can't, then I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is wild. I didn't think they were going to do that, and I've been through that. Like, working with people that just, I just needed something done, and it didn't go right. So what I do is make sure I trust the artist and whatever they do so that when I tell them something and I, t and I tell them what the story is or what we got and they, and they bring it back to me, we might have to make like small changes, but nothing uh, too out of the way. So when I see the characters that I put out, that, I, that I've written over the years, whatever the case may be, and then we, I see them physically, like on the paper, it usually works out pretty well for me. It's like, okay, I'm fine with that because the artist, 
time. As long as it's as long, like we just make certain changes. So I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, if there's small changes, we're fine. But as far as like, okay, I wrote this character, I'm seeing them physically. As long as they hit the points that I have, like they're a black character, um, they're whatever, um, all that, all everything is fine. I don't. Most of the characters, depending on what's going on, I don't even give them genders, or we'll change them. It's like, okay, it's this one's gonna be here's a here's one of a guy, here's one of a girl. I'm like, okay, I do with the I do with the girl. Um, okay. I was like, okay, I'll make him a guy. Even with the side characters, like, okay, this one's a guy, this one's a girl. But I, my main thing is, like, I want them to, re- I want to represent uh, black characters, and I do always want to have black characters in roles of, um, of uh, like, an exploration uh, role to where they're doing over the top stuff. So as far as seeing them, I'm usually good because I trust my artists, and it's good to see them on um on on paper but then the exciting part is when i see the and this is maybe more of what you're asking but this the exciting part is seeing them on the pages going through all the actions that yeah. i put them in in the in the conversations that i have them in with other people in the facial expressions that we try to get across in the emotions we try to get across to the artist and then when the artist usually hits it. I've been lucky. And maybe it's just me because I'm laid back. I'm a lot more laid back with it. Like, as long as we get it done, I'm good. But it's like, I'll see the character and I, I one, of the, one of my favorite things, for instance, is with TJ in, I think it's Boy Beach chapter one. After some stuff happens in his, in his, uh, in his, in his city, he's by himself. And I remember the, uh, uh, Francis making it to where he had TJ looking around, and he had TJ making the silliest face, and he's looking around. I'm like, yeah, that's what I envisioned him as. So that's something that I always uh, remember that stands out to me as far as seeing them on the page after writing and doing all of the uh, thoughts and stuff with them and collaborating with um, my co-writer, Stephanie. Yeah, man. It, that uh, you, almost, you almost get like, like you in the director's chair. And, you know, when you get to that sequential part and you see... Uh, you know, you get past the character design. It's like, uh, you know, what do they call that when you movie making and you cast? You know, you, you get yeah. your, get your cast right, and then um, you got the script, and you get that that artist that can really bring those those moments to life, give those basing like realistic context where you feel like you're yeah, really yeah. watching a movie. I think that's the magic of comic creating. Um, go ahead. And I, I would say that. Also, to add on to that, it's like it's um it's always good to see that, like, cause you know how it goes. You're writing, you're writing, you're writing, then you hand it over to the artist, and you're off doing God knows what. <laughs> they'll email you or send you pictures of what they're doing, and it's like, okay, this is amazing. Whether it's a whether it's a rough draft or a finished page, going through the whole process, it's like, okay, this is amazing, and then. Even with the roughs, you're like, okay, this character wouldn't do this, or let's change up this. But a lot of it, like I said, a lot of it isn't. I don't do too much because the artists know what they're doing and they, and they 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 know the characters. But it's always good to have that pop up, especially like here's a uh, completed page, mm-hmm. and I'm at I'm at work, and then I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, my baby's the case of life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so it's always good to see it just randomly pop up. I mean, you know, as as an indie creator, like, it's, 
you really got to find, you know, that work-life balance and then that work-life balance between, you know, whatever we do to, you know, keep a roof over our head and, 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 you know, sometimes, you know, indie creators, you know, carrying regular jobs most, you know, most of the time. Um, and then the process of becoming a successful, uh, you know, producer of comics, writer, you know, artist on a, on a freelance or indie, you know, way where you're actually, you know, getting books and public self-publishing, like that takes a ton of time and, and, yeah. you know, commitment and, and passion. But like, you know, do you feel like you ever get in this hang up where like you as a creator, because you're doing some creative, you get like, you know, a creator's block or. Do you have to have inspiration or do you treat it more like systematic? Like I got to write, I got to get this project to completion. Like how do you uh, get Cause you know, going back to working with a team and even like allowing the artists, right. They, you, you really talking about, you know, production manager, you, you carrying a lot of hats, yep. you having to manage people and they time and be patient, but also be, you know, uh, on top of the, on top of things. Right. So how do you, yeah. how do you, how, what is that like for you as a creator? Because you're going on Boy Beast Four, big shout out. You know, you 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 you've been in the, the game enough to make a few issues. How do you do it? How do you balance the creativity with just the straight up application? I got to get this done, like you would for work. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I was I, I tell people that I don't uh I don't treat it. It's work, but I don't treat it like that. Because I've been manager, I've been project managing stuff, uh, go all over the place to do stuff for work, and and I didn't get into this for a second job, like I, I did. So for me, my thing is again, it goes back to working with people that I trust, and um, and I kind of just take my time with it. Like I'll pay them for however many pages or however many, and we just kind of knock those out, keep that, get it out. Um, if there's anything missing, like if it takes too long, I'll, I'll, I'll contact them. Like, hey, um, we're supposed to have this many pages X, Y, and Z done. But I try not to. I try not to make this like a job. As far as creating, uh, it's easy for me. Like I can just, I can just go off as far as ideas and writing. And, and what I would do when it came to writing, uh, boy, beast. Like I said, it was more of a let me write this. Let me put this out. My co-writer uh, helped me with certain things. With my other projects, like The Extraordinary Messiah, that was one where I would sit down and I would just write it myself, but I traveled a lot for work at the time. So I would be in the airport and I would just be like, okay, I'm going to write one page and then I'll write one page. And then sometimes I'll be at home and I'll be like, okay, I don't really feel like writing, but um, I'm going to do at least a uh, a conversation between two of the characters and then I'll do that conversation then it goes on to one or two pages or sometimes I just do one page so I try to keep it to where I'm consistently doing something but I'm not um, I'm not forcing myself to do it because I don't really have to force myself it's just it's just having the time to do it and 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 being able to sit down and, and get it out because sometimes I've never really been like, ah, I don't want to do this because it's always in me. Like the ideas, the stories are always in me. The main thing I would, I worry about is just being able to finish it with the artists because this is something that I've, I've realized. And I haven't talked about this too much. 
is that um, sometimes dealing with your artists, or if you're trying to make a a serialized com- uh, manga, comic, or whatever, and you're going for chapter one, two, three, four, five, sometimes you don't make it. And the reason why you won't make it is because sometimes the artists have to go off and they go on to bigger and better things. And um, and there's a lot of that going on in the indie market. And, and, and whether you got contracts, whatever, whatever, they can still it's still like, yo, I gotta go do X, Y, and Z because um, this is better for me and for me at the time for the artist, artist wise. And I'm never mad. I'm not mad. I just feel like, okay, hopefully we can get this done because I don't want it to look. I want it to be consistent art-wise so that we can have it have it done. So I'll spit out a bunch of ideas and have the stories like some of my, have, have stuff done for some of my books just, just done. Stories already done. It's just that art-wise and then timing-wise when it comes with my artists and like I said, all the time no matter if they're going on the bigger and better things or not, I, I respect them because everybody going trying to make it and stuff. So that's what I, that's what I don't have a problem with like the writing or the uh getting the stuff done it's just making sure I'm able to uh, get it done with the artists all all together if that, if that makes sense just to get a whole project done yeah what's that old saying if you want to go you want to go uh, fast go alone if you want to go far go together so like you got to be able to have a little patience be adaptable you know flexible but I think um, you know treating people that you trust and have a good rapport with well and being consistent goes a long way, you know, as far as just being able to rely on, on strong business bonds. So, yeah, man, you know, Void Beast 4. Um, I want to get into Void Beast, Void Beast Chapter 4. Like, you, 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 the story is progressing. For those that are just kind of maybe even listening to the show and, and want to check it out, um, what's a good entry point into telling them what's going on? You want to, uh, I want to know a little bit more about, um, you know, just kind of the origins as well. Um, tell us about Void Beast, man. It's, it's, it's a dope project. Okay. Void uh, Beast started um, because, like I said before, uh, <laughs> I would be in Facebook groups and stuff, and people would always be, I, anybody that goes to my Facebook page, y'all know that I, I am, I am critical of most things. I, I'm, I, in the, and I want to be clear, like, I am critical of most things that don't come from that are outside of an individual. And I know that stuff is made by individuals, but we put it on a level to where it's better than everything else. So I, I, you've never seen, you'll never see me like on my page down at indie creators or nothing like that because I understand what they do and I understand what's going on. Uh, but anyway, I started because I talk about, I see a lot of issues with what I see in like Marvel comics, Marvel movies, DC manga, whatever the case may be. And people are like, well, why don't you start your own? In Facebook groups. I don't even remember which one. So, <laughs> but um, I went ahead and I started it. And I started Boy Beast from um, ebook, And people thought it was a manga because of the cover uh, art that I had. And then they would call it graphic novels, everything. It was like, no, it's just books. It's, it's books, no words. And then I probably made it worse by going to cons and selling it. And it was like, but I would, the people at the cons, I could show them like, there's no and they would still buy it. And a lot of people that started with me started with me from reading the ebooks, and they still rock with me now. So uh, I always appreciate that. But um, it start, that's how that started. And then we just we just ran from there. Story wise, 
Wait, this is the story because, um, as you know, there's werewolves. Or if you don't know, there's werewolves. And the werewolves is my favorite movie monster. But they're either mindless and just tearing up stuff, or the vampires got them inside some type of subservient, janky situation. So I wanted to take out all of that, and I wanted to make a, a, a young black a young black man that was a werewolf, and, he, and it's a lineage-based, he has lineage-based powers to where his... Uh, family can control dark matter, they can teleport, they can create weapons, they can uh, do all sorts of stuff with with like dark energy at, at night as far as being a wolf and everything. I wanted to make sure it was that way so that nobody else could just come in and change it. It's a familial thing. You have to be you have to be of this lineage for it to matter. So that's what's going on with uh that's the origins of that. And then TJ and his father are trying to figure out what's going on in their city because a bunch of young ladies were going missing. And they were trying to figure out what's happening. He loses some people along the way. And the issue is that all of his powers are starting to kick in and he loses his father. But the person that's behind it, that's coordinating everything, has the ability to steal powers. And TJ has to figure out how to use his powers before this antagonist comes to take his ability. Uh, that's the gist of now, as far as chapter four, chapter four is where we introduce, where we finally introduce that main big bad behind everything. Uh, there's there's a couple other people that played a part, but the main guy shows his face, and we kind of we kind of close up everything on a big battle that's happening outside of TJ's fam, uh, family mansion. So that's what's going on with that in chapter four. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, the the images that I saw. You know, had had that that dark energy, cool looking young black character, and I that's kind of what pulled me in, like just just right away visually. Uh, the story, the magic system seems pretty. Is it is it kind of based on you know? There's other lineages that can do other things, and I, I kind of yeah. want to just kind of I want to talk if you can and what what you can divulge. I know, I know you know no spoilers, but um. You know more you can divulge about you know the lineage system and i want to talk to a little bit about other magic systems that uh, uh, okay. uh either that you you know that are popular that i don't mind pulling on some strings in marvel dc <laughs> or you know yeah. or anybody also you know some that you you know that you th thought were done right um as far as the the magic system and or the systems in boy every science stuff going on, but it's mainly supernatural stuff. Uh, all of the characters, except for a few of them, <laughs> most of the characters are werewolves. So, my werewolves, they all come with the ability to transform between human and werewolf. But they all have different different packs of wolves have different sorts of abilities. But these, but these abilities can range from all different types of werewolves. So, for instance, there's there's a girl named McKenna in the story, and she, her and her sister can control fire. Um, TJ's close buddy, Kyle, he can heal werewolves and stuff. He can heal, he can heal people. That's the ability. He comes from a shaman class of werewolves, and they all can do that sort of thing. And then other people can do that can do certain things too. As far as um, um, who is it? Kira. She can she can do ice. Then there's Denise. Denise is my uh, one of my favorites, and she got her powers because 
she got experimented on, and she she can basically control zombies and stuff. So there's a lot of it is is mainly um, supernatural and stuff. But TJ's is exclusive to his family. There's not another there's not another person that can do what he does, and that's why the main antagonist is after. TJ, that nobody can control the dark energy like him. Nobody can create black holes and all that stuff. And if there is somebody that can do it, they're a void beast. They're they are a void beast, and they are from TJ's family. That like it's it's not a clan thing. It's like it's only this group of people that, and they're from his lineage. Some some somewhere. That's um, so that's how that's how that works. As far as systems, like in other mangas and cartoons, shows, all that stuff. Um. I would have to say some of my favorite are, uh, well, to a certain extent. I used to like Dragon Balls a lot, but then it, it, it seemed like it went all over the place. Um, but that wasn't uh, too much of a. Do you feel issue, like issue. Do you feel like it like, went more, like it went more about a power scale and an actual like, you know, system base? Like it, like they would just make up new rules to ink to up the power, or do you feel like it was? It was really well thought out, and 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 it was, it, they gave them the nuance because I feel like Naruto is super nuanced, mm-hmm. and, and I thought mm-hmm. Avatar the Airbender was super nuanced. Um, yeah. So those are some of my favorites. But uh, what what kind of what kind of started well with with Dragon Ball, and then where you feel like they, as maybe like created, you know, as as a series role, like it kind of what was that tipping point? Um, for me, as far as like because. I remember Dragon Ball, I would watch it before, I was in middle school, so I would watch it before I went to school, and I remember little Goku, and like, yeah, little, little, little tree stuff Goku, <laughs> and so, um, it was always him having to train, him and Krillin training and stuff, and then they getting better and better and better, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, got it, you train, you get better, then the other one, Z, popped up, and it was like, okay, you train, you get better, but okay, some of this is emotion based and stuff. That's not that's not an issue. The tipping point for me was how they did Gohan. It was like it was like when they made him and they made the Super Saiyan like two or ascended form. I was like, okay, he, he did that thing, tore through Cell, my man Gohan. Yes, that kid done been through so much since he was a child. They just forced that boy to fight. It was always forcing that boy to fight. So he gets this ascendant form, tears through cell. We move on to, uh, I believe it's Majin Buu after that. And it was just kind of like, that form don't matter. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, 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 it was just, it was there, it was gone. And then it was like three and all this other stuff. I'm like, wait, nobody, two don't, is there a reason for two? Like, <laughs> like was it, what was the reason for two? And go hot, they keep slapping these. Uh, these like momentary power ups on Gohan just to kind of do it, and I'm like, is there a reason for why this young man? Uh, all right, because I, I actually like Gohan. I like Gohan, and I. But then when I was looking at other things in Dragon Ball, I was like, okay, when they came back from Super stuff, I was like, okay, we got we got Super Saiyan guy, we got Super Saiyan Blue, we got, and I'm just like, okay, this is just this is just hitting this is just hitting notes like you going through like yeah. oh god. I'm like, okay, why don't why don't we just skip through? Is there what's the progression with this? Do you do you is it like a tool where you pick and choose which one you need it was, at a certain time? You feel like it was, was just, uh it, it was less storytelling and more just straight up like 
pop what what how can I keep the reader coming back like let me slap a new villain no backstories just this one's more powerful and is going to challenge the you know the the the, the protagonist to to jump up and and just keep elevating elevating um like I I I it kind of lost the pace of it, maybe because it was I watched it on TV and it was always like a commercial break and these long stare downs. It kind of lost me like from a real storytelling. <laughs> it's like when are you guys yeah. gonna actually fight? Um, tell, what what are some that you feel like do it did it right, and like kept oh. you kept you wanting to to see like uh, not just from a storytelling but from like a magic system, like really kept you in the in just because of like how they operated in, in that world? I would have to say um, kept me going. I, it would probably be this isn't I, I like Naruto but some of it just got kind of I was like mm, okay uh, I liked I liked I liked Avatar like you were speaking on but to be honest one of the ones that just always kind of kept me coming back and I don't think it's I don't really feel like it's like a system system thing, but it's the X-Men. Mm-hmm. It's the, the, the mutants and stuff in the X-Men. Because there was there were so many different things that I was like, okay, well, are they going to have a person that can do this? Is there a person that can do X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. And I felt like I kind of knew, like, that I feel like with X-Men and the mutants, everything is kind of, like you were saying, it's, it's nuanced and it's, 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 it's really, it's, it's a lot of variety to it. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, and, and I know it's like based on writers, but some of them it's just like you know. I knew that everybody had something different, and with X Men it's hard to explain because like because like in manga, like you were saying, like with Naruto, there's these it's this 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 it's this person has this type of ninja power, and this one's better than this one, and this one is this, and all this type of stuff. But in X Men, it's just like everybody got these powers, jump from there, mm-hmm. and, and it's like. And it's like they fight, and this might work. Like Cyclops, Optic Glass might work better. Not might work. It works better on Mr. Sinister, but it may not work as well on somebody else. But Cyclops can still use it, and he's and he's still he's still able to think and outthink other people because he's a tactician mm-hmm. um, when it comes to certain things. So I would have to say I would probably have to say the thing that always kept me coming back, even over the years, was. Um, was X-Men actually. Like like Naruto's was fine, but I was I the whole eye thing and some of the stuff like story wise, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, this, this is wild. Like, like, <laughs> like okay, wait, this is from magical space to space alien ninjas? Okay. So I was like, uh alright, but Avatar Avatar was good. And I agree with you on that. I didn't have I didn't have any problems with with Avatar because I, I understood how everybody had to hone and do better when it came to when it came to when it came to their art or their uh, bending abilities, and um, and the Avatar was able to use all of them. So I'm like, okay, that set that person apart from some of the other people. But then what I liked in Avatar was like, okay, we have Earth, we have Earth. Um, now what you do the rock ground? Okay, we got all that base. That's the base. Mm-hmm. Now how do we branch off from that? Okay, we got rocks, we got metal, we got we got sand, we got all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are the different types of uh, branches that you can uh, go off on in earth bending. Okay, it's like water. Okay, we got water, we got blood, we got X, 
Y, and Z, fire, we got lightning, we got right. all this other stuff that we can branch off of and build on top of um, that character, or then water with blood, then ice, stuff like that. Yeah. So that I like how that was, and I like the trees that they made, basically, like the RPG terms, the branches, the leveling trees that they yeah. uh, they make with the uh, characters. So I'll have to say, probably X-Men and um, Avatar, as yeah. far as like uh, systems. I, and I like Full uh, Metal Alchemist. Those are those. I'm I'm down with all three of those. Full Metal Alchemist, uh, you know, the whole idea of alchemy. That was something that that guided my first project, Pharaoh versus Priest. It's like the Egyptian, but it's you know, all the power systems are based in some type of mechanics that that are can be understood. Not that that we can recreate right yeah. now, but can be understood. And that's what I like about X Men too, with the genes. It started even with just how people became mutants. You know, the gene mutation. Okay, what can your gene mutation do? You know, doesn't make sense. You know, doesn't make sense. Is it OP? If it's OP, you know what I mean. Like it's it even, even that tries to make sense. Some you know, in some way that corresponds with the story. Uh, you know, I, do do you feel like uh, and this is back where you know like, many industries can do this right. Where you take a good idea, you take a good artist, you take a good creative concept, and then you, you do it so much that you you know it could only go one way or, or another that's why i liked avatar because it had this nice close just three arc story that closed at the end mm-hmm. and, you know and i think it kind of avoided and then you had like this new story that did try to push it and it core pushed it many ways from a magic system with that energy bending and giving people that don't bend a way to kind of neutralize neutralize bending you know what i mean so back to like just good storytelling because one of my favorites is, is Star Wars, you know, just the concept of the Je- of the Jedi and the Sith War, and you know this, you know this very like nebulous. I think it's like a s- soft magic system, but really more so like the Sith. Like I, I used to read books of like how the Rule of Two and how like their their you know just who they are and like their experience with the dark side gave them this power and it, it was completely different from the Jedi. So just the whole idea of like magic systems. Um, is very fascinating to me, and uh, like as you're pushing your story, Void Beast, um, you know where, like where, like you know one, you know as just whatever you can tell us with the story, just kind of wrapping up, you know why people should go check out chapter four, um, any leads or or you know uh, openings to 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 really get people you know that are just coming into it to go check out that website, but also just yeah. like um, like where do you see Void Beast going? Like, what do you see? Like, what is your vision? Do you see it moving? Do you see, you know, a, um, a, a situation where you can really um, see its visual potential? Mm-hmm. Uh, Beast, ch- chapter four, I would say the, the best thing about four is that we opened it up to where we gave a lot more shine in these fights in these, and, and tried to let some of the side characters or the support not the side, but the supporting characters shine through in in these in these fights. And one of the things is I've I've done like and I still do it, not as much though. I haven't been I s I've done jujitsu, MMA, all that type of stuff for the past sixteen years. Um slowed down a lot now because of moving and everything else, but I still get to it. Um I believe that fighting is a art. Like Fighting and, 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 and being in a fight is a type of art and a type of conversation. 
And so even with my books, I try to make it to where these characters have their own specific style and they and it, and it shows through. And that's what we did on four. We wanted to give Kyle some time, uh, McKenna some time, uh, Kiro some time, showing that it's like, okay, I'm one of the leader. I'm one of the older people, one of the older werewolves, but these young folks, these young folks is really all over the place. They kind of showing me up when it comes to certain things. I want to give Denise more time and stuff, uh, so that we can, so that everybody can see what she's about. And but ultimately, like I said, you get to see who the big bad is when it comes to um, when it comes to who's causing these issues for TJ in his pack because person that's causing the issues, he he is known, but TJ doesn't know anything about him. And one of the things I wanted to do in Boy Beast was oh, was kind of like having on a just on these rails where you're like, I don't know what's going on because TJ doesn't know what's going on either. It's like TJ is going through this stuff. It's like I don't know any of these things. Like I was off doing X, Y, and Z with my with my father and, and learning how to do control like my werewolf form, just that base first. And some of this other stuff that's happening, I don't, I don't know about this world. I don't, I don't know what's happening. So I gotta figure this out. But I'm up, I'm up for doing it because I don't want people that I care about that I've become friends with to get hurt. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let anything happen to them. So I would say the main thing about jumping on with with Boy Beast Four is just that you get to see more of the core cast of people shine. You get to see more of those people shine. In comparison to like other chapters and stuff, where it was more about what was going on with TJ, this mm-hmm. one you get to see a lot of the other characters shine and show who they are through this whole battle that's happening on TJ's uh, family mansion. Cool man, I, I definitely want to check that out. I I, I want to talk about Akachi Comics. Um, what you know? How are you guys as a company really marketing and and you know what has been what has worked for you? What are some some lessons, some models that you, you know, have been successful in and also, you know, maybe even any hard lessons you've learned for, for young creators and newer creators, um, to kind of learn from you. Oh, okay. Um, marketing wise, I do a lot of stuff through email lists. Um, I slip up a lot though. Like I don't, I, and I need to change up some things, but I do a lot through my email list <laughs> and through my social media. Um, as far as, Social media, I'm, I'm a lot more active on Facebook and uh, Instagram, but it's kind of, it's a little all over the place with me, uh, with, with some of everything. But I mainly focus on Facebook, Instagram, and then some YouTube stuff, and then my mailing list. My mailing list, I build by having, by going, oh, and comments. That's my main thing. Even though I don't go to as many as I used to, I always tell people, that cons is the best way to really figure out where you stand and what you want. Because cons gives you that immediate uh, reaction from people. And you'll know what, if what you're saying works or if it doesn't work. You can go online and do all that stuff and talk. And, uh, and people, in cons, people want to hear what you got in a couple of seconds, then they want to go. A lot of the people that come around and that's going to talk to you for a long time on cons, they ain't buying nothing. So cons is, are my favorite because I can pitch and see what works in, in, with different people. So if I know if I go to a con in San Diego, because I go to um, uh, 
San Diego, usually in about February or so. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's in San Diego. So I go there, and I know that if I say, if I hit my points for each book, or Boy Beats, for instance, we talk about that. If I hit all my points and it works there, then I take it to DreamCon in Texas, and I hit these same points and it works there. That usually means I'm hitting my points correctly. Now, I've said other things, and people are like, yeah, and, and it happens in each state, and it's like, yeah, I'm concerned about that. So whatever works in each state, I take that and I run with it. Then I go to North Carolina, and it works there. Then I go to Wisconsin or Chicago or, Illinois or Indiana, and it works there. So Or South Carolina, and it works there. So I feel like cons is a, is a way for you to learn how it how in front of people it works best. And I just like being in front of people. That's my favorite way. Because online, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, yay, eh, type stuff. Uh, where you'll, where it's like, they'll like you. The likes, you can get hundreds of likes. You get hundreds of likes. But if you're running a project, you may not get any of those people back in that project. Um, so they'll like it and you'll have, I can have 345 likes on my Facebook or my Instagram page. But those people don't really support it. They just like seeing it. And then, um, but as far as the other side of that is um, the mailing list come in and you get people to sign up for mailing lists, whether you're at cons. So if you're at a con, you should, you should have them either write down their email uh, address or have a tablet or your phone, have them sign up for it through that so you can keep track of them that way. Um, and that mailing list is important because unlike social media, you know it's going directly to this person, and there's no way, unless you're just doing goofy stuff with your email list, but there's no algorithm to change that. Like, it's not like, oh my God, people may not see this, or Facebook shuts you down, or Instagram shuts you down. You have your mailing list, and you can always get what you're trying to get to the people that really follow you, and you know they really buy your stuff. So, even with uh, Boy Feast right now, I didn't do it. I've done all my stuff on Kickstarter. But I wanted to do something different because I fully believe in you owning, especially when it comes to the black folks. I need y'all to start owning what you do and being able to do it on your own and, and, and get directly to your people. I took it off Kickstarter and I wanted to say, okay, let me pre-order it on my site and see how this goes. And so far it's been, it's been pretty good. And it's been the people that I expected to, as far as from past projects, who have supported Boy uh, Beast, like on Kickstarter and everything, is people that are directly on um, the website as well. And so that works. Um, that works really well too. So that that would be my main thing. Like social media, I got Kickstarter. Um, well, Kickstarter is one, but Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I do my talking, do my running my mouth, and then. Facebook. Facebook is a little all over the place because mm -hmm. <laughs> people people get bothered with me on Facebook sometimes. Uh, but it is what it is. It's part of it's what you came for. It's like this is what you're yeah. gonna get when you when you deal with Matthew Jones. It's just what you're gonna get. And then um cons. But my main my main one that I like the best is paying that money to go to the cons because it's a easy it's a it's a way to where you can make money up front. And you can see what works and how you interact with people and how people interact with what you produce. And you can see what they like, what they don't like. And they'll tell you everything. They'll read it in the con and then come back and tell you everything. Yeah. So um, cons are my favorite way to get the stories out to people.
don't know who I was talking to that was saying uh, that you know it, it's it's very targeted and there are other events you know like pop-ups and like sometimes people can take advantage of real local you know you know different type of like you know pop-up markets or 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 things of that of that nature um, but just that like like you're talking about that idea of getting in front of real people and having real physical interactions um, with your content talking to them uh, really builds builds that uh, uh confidence as a creator that mm-hmm. that 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 wherewithal, that resilience to to communicate, like you said, your stuff with confidence and open, uh, uh, uh like what would you say, uh, um, you know, step step up, own your uh, own your stuff, you know what I mean, own your, uh, own what you're creating. So now that's that's fantastic advice. Um, you did say that you had other books real quickly. Uh, what what other what other what other projects you got in works? Um, you can you can find everything on AkashiComics.com. But my main other two right now is The Extraordinary Messiah and uh, Souls of Chaos. The Extraordinary Messiah is about a is about a teenage boy named Andre Messiah, and he's he has the abilities. That I always tell people he's like a mix between Superman and Magneto from the X from the X Men. He just slaps them two together. You got this little black boy that has these abilities, um, and uh, everybody in his city knows. And, and this one, this the extraordinary Messiah is taken largely from my experience and what I see that's going on in culture now. And that's the good thing about writing this currently, not like because Boy Beast is post-apocalyptic type stuff, all in the same universe, just different areas of the world actually, which is which might sound wild, but that's what I'm doing. Um, and so Andre is is from my experiences of growing up in Southern California when it comes to certain things because. Um, like you said, Damien's my cousin. We, I would still go out there with them. But my mom, we were in, I was born in Paramount, and then we were in Compton for a few years. And then when everybody, then like in the 80s or so, they started giving folks vouchers to go out to like Riverside and <laughs> all the areas yeah, and everything. Yeah. So like, hey, y'all get out there. Y'all go in the Illinois Empire. Y'all take the vouchers <laughs> to get out there. <laughs> and, so, and so my mama was wondering what's left. So we ended up in like Moreno Valley. But, um, that's why, and Andre's story is called Numerano, but it's a thing where he's dealing with everybody knowing he has these abilities, but he wants to build his own school for kids with uh, powers. Kind of, It's kind of like My Hero Academia, but with black folks, because mm-hmm. Andre doesn't want to go to where schools are, because he feels like they only take the best from where he's at and leave everybody else. They'll, leave, they'll take the high-powered kids and then leave them, and then they have them go off fighting uh, villains that have nothing to do with anything in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You have to be going out fighting these villains and everything. But I don't, I don't know nothing about this. But I know this guy in my neighborhood that has these abilities and he's wreaking havoc. But y'all don't come do nothing about that. Yeah. So Andre wants to uh, be a beacon of hope for the kids in his uh, town, but he has to go through the heroes that tell him you're, you don't have you don't have the right to use your powers the way you're using them. He has to go through villains that are coming. Then he has to go through neighborhood stuff. Because all the kids know he has power, so a lot of them want to test him. So it's like, we know you have this ability. We know you think you're the strongest one here, even though Andre doesn't. But it's just, it's a fact that he is. <laughs> um, so we ha- so we want to uh, we want to go back and forth with you, and we want to fight you. So he has to fight gangs of kids, local hoodlums, all that type of stuff. And his group of friends are there to help him get through it. So that's that one. And then Social Chaos is my, is my, um, 
it's basically my demon hunter and story. I always tell people, the thing about social chaos is I used to read the Bible a lot. And one of the things when I was younger, it was always the thing, and this is like of my own volition. Like my mom would go to church and stuff, but I would read it on my own because it was a thing where I seen this poster where it showed like seven headed dragon and beast and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is in the Bible? And so I would read the Bible and it was like, holy crap, all this stuff ends in the Bible. This is magical. And so like like Lord of the Rings and all that other stuff that people say and, and stuff like I'm never really like I'm not amazed by a lot of that because I've read all that in the Bible. Like literally. Like you can go read the book. Like if you're not taking it you're not taking it as this, this is just what it is, and, and if you are, no problem, but if you're not taking it, you can, you can read the Bible, and that is some of the most wild, action-packed, <laughs> fantastical stuff that you would ever come across, and so that's where a lot of my fantasy stuff came from, mm-hmm. was, the, was the Bible. So, to make a long story short, Samson built this, uh, God told David that he wasn't going to build the temple, uh, Solomon was going to build it. So Solomon goes out, builds the temple of God, and then it's like, yay! But nobody ever really knew how it happened. You do you do some digging in, like, uh, uh, Judeo-Christian and, like, Jewish myth. It says that, that uh, Solomon had a ring that, uh, that that he could control demons with. And he could, and, they, and he had demons help he yeah. would build the temple. I'm not saying that's what it is. Because people will get out here, well, it's all fake. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> all right. That's not saying... Any of this is what it is. I'm not going against nobody's religion. This is just what I've come across. So, my main character, her name is Thema. She comes from a lineage of her, one of her great grandparents was a um, concubine of Solomon. Solomon gave the ring to her family. And so, all the women in her family have uh, are able to have this armor that they fight demons with. And the demons are trying to get the ring because they know that they can control other demons and learn what their weaknesses is. Uh, are and stuff like that. So that's what's going on with Souls of Chaos. Those are my main three. Void Beast, The Extraordinary Messiah, and Souls of Chaos. Um, and then I have other little stories that I've made. I got some, um, I never left the ebook stuff behind. I got a short book on there. Um, but you can just go on the website and get that. You can get merch, all that stuff. Man, all right, man. That's, I, I, I'm I'm thrilled to have have, uh, have you share, you know, that, that world the magic system boy beast chapter four um akachicomics.com um matthew jones man thanks for stopping by and having a great conversation with me thank you for having me sir thank you for having me yes sir yes sir you guys go check that out uh support this 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 awesome writer creator and we'll see another round of in the house